Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of the Real Estate Marketing Dude Podcast. We are joined by an absolute killer today, stud today, king marketer today. His name is Ryan Stuman, aka known as the Hardcore Closer. And I'm really excited to have Ryan on the show. What we're going to be talking about today is a lot of marketing shit. We're going to blow your mind. Um, we don't know how long this podcast is going to go, but as you know, the script, we don't have one. We usually go off the tip of our heads and just come up and just talk, talk about real stuff today. And uh, Ryan, without further ado, first of all, welcome to the Real Estate Marketing Dude podcast. I appreciate having you. appreciate your time. Uh, I know our listeners are going to get a ton of uh, value today by tuning on in. But without further ado, Ryan, come and uh, please introduce yourself. Tell us uh, who you are, where you're based. And I got a couple of questions. I want to really start off with your story because I find it very, very, very intriguing. So, Ryan, say hello to our guests. Hey, well, first, thanks for having me on here, Mike. I was like telling uh, Amy, my fiance, earlier, I was like, you know, I got to do this podcast with the real estate marketing dude. And usually that can mean anybody, but this time it was particularly meaning you. So I'm digging it, man. <laughs> I, I appreciate you having me here. No problem. I'm uh, Ryan Stuman. I own a. Uh, a few companies. The most popular company would be Hardcore Closer. Uh, we have a, a tremendous following on Facebook and Instagram, and uh, we have a website that gets tons of hits every day, like, I don't know, a quarter million people visit every single month to it, uh, hardcorecloser.com, based out of Dallas, Texas, born and raised here. I get in a plane all the time. I've been on three planes in the last week, so I'm out of, I'm not one of those dudes that's like never left Texas, uh, but yeah. I still live pretty close to my hometown and, here. So, and for, for for those guys who aren't familiar with Ryan, Ryan has a pretty big following. You're doing what you're doing a keynote speech this week or something, and you're all over the place. I saw a couple of your presentations online, and you got really really good stuff. But you weren't always. Uh, how did you you know start out here? Because your background is in the mortgage industry. Am I correct? Yeah. So uh, what happened with me was in 2003, I started the mortgage industry and uh, in 2005, I ended up going to federal prison. And uh, then I got back out in 2008, got back in the mortgage industry again. And then 2010, when the Dodd-Frank Act passed, uh, I lost my license because I was a felon yep. from having to go to uh, federal prison, obviously. And that's what really got me into internet marketing. But I wasn't one of these guys that like had this like washed up story. I, I left the the mortgage business in, in 2010, in March of 2010, I, I was forced to leave and I'd already closed 77 deals for the year. And in 2009, I closed 183. And one of my real estate buddies, maybe a lot of your listeners know Michael Reese, yeah. uh, was a real estate agent that I was his loan officer. And Michael, he's an excitable guy. I was actually with him uh, Monday. And uh, he's an excitable guy, still a good friend of mine, but he's like, dude, you got to check this internet marketing stuff out, man. Like, forget it. Go, don't go try to fight it and get an appeal and get lawyers. Just do this internet marketing stuff. Let me show you my man, Frank Kern. Yeah. Dude, this guy was like over the top excited. And I'm glad that he was because he convinced me to, you know, start teaching people instead of going and, and trying to, you know, take all the legal precautions to maybe get my license reinstated. I just jumped into this and uh, it's not always been easy. You know, we, we do really well now. We have one of the biggest, you know, training companies out there now, but uh, it's been a struggle since 2010 up until about 2015 to really build the credibility and everything else sure. that it takes. But we got a machine built now. And you guys, and you jumped into this like in 2009. I mean, the social media world was like non-existent to the mortgage and real estate industry. I mean, that, that was just taking off. I know in, the, in a lot of the marketing world, it was also just taking off. Nowhere near where it is today. But um, the whole social media thing, the Facebook ad thing and all that, you're really on that cutting edge of that and you sort of learned through trial and error like what works and you always sort of been ahead uh ahead of the eight ball on that am i am i wrong am i right on that well i first noticed 
uh, Mike, in 2009, when I was doing mortgages, I would get like top producer plaques every month for being the top guy. Yep. And so I'd always take a picture with it and I'd be like another 65 families helped this month. You know what I mean? And what would happen those people that followed me on Facebook, they wouldn't get annoyed by it. They would reach out and be like, Hey man, do you think you could do the financing on my house? Yep. And I'm like, Whoa, there's something to this, you know? And then, uh, 2012, I started selling social media management full time. Like that was what I did for people. And these days, if I was to sell it for $100 a month, everybody and their mother would jump on it. But back then, nobody saw any value in it. And they were like, yeah. ah, social media, that's just, that's for your friends, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, it had to the, be like the, the guy selling, yeah, it had to be like the guy selling cell phones in the past. He's like, dude, you can use this for work and make a bunch of money. And they're like, nah, the cell phone, it's just for my family and friends, you know. It was like that same sentiment. Nowadays, everybody knows that you need one. But yeah, it was hard in the beginning. But I think it made me a better salesperson. Let me ask you this question. So... You guys, I'm encouraging you guys to go to the hardcorecloser.com and read about Ryan's story. But one of the things I've noticed about Ryan is is uh, he's truly authentic. Um, he's true to you tell it how it is. I mean, I think I'm on your side, just like, look, I'm a badass motherfucker, and I'm just just who I am. I mean, that's. But the power. I did a video yesterday on the power of authenticity and how important it is in in social to be who you are, be the true your true self, and you end up attracting a lot more by doing that. And one of the things I see with a lot of the realtors. Even loan officers. I mean, you're more familiar with the loan officers, how they're marketing themselves in that space. But even a lot of the realtors will put on this like this hat and say, I've been in the business for years. I've been doing this for so many years. I've been doing this. It's all about I, 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 I. And I, I try to express the point on how Facebook and social is not a bus stop type of mentality of an ad, but from the stuff you're teaching people right now, how important, I want to hear it from you because you've run a whole brand off of just being you being who you are, you know, God gave us all an individual talents and all individual uniqueness. And you just brought that to the world. And I think what has, what it's done is it's attracted people to you where you built this brand of hardcore closer. So can you share with us and with our listeners, um, exactly how important it is to not be a entrepreneur online and to not be someone you're not. And let me put this in context because we do have a lot of realtors on this brand. I, I did this video yesterday and I'm like, look, I wish I could be a luxury agent. I wish I could sell $2 million homes, but that's not my freaking brand. If I put on a freaking suit every single day and I put on a tie and these shoes that I was totally uncomfortable in, I would feel so uncomfortable. It would come through. It would be very un unauthentic. And that's why my whole brand is this dude thing because I'm just, that's just who I am. I'm a dude. I swear I'm not, the, I'm not polished. I'm just dude. That's who I am. So can you share with our listeners the, the importance of, you know, before getting started on a social media campaign, what's your opinion on the power of them being true to the, themselves and t dialing that into their branding overall? Well, there's a few things with social media. First of all, it's not about you. Everybody gets on social media and they turn into this narcissist, but really what you're doing is you're posting for your audience. Correct. And so you have to decide who it is that you want in your audience, right? You don't want to be a rock band and you show up at a Jason Aldean audience. You know what I mean? You want yeah. to make sure that it, it matches up. So you need to figure out who it is that you want to attract and more importantly, who it is that you don't want to fuck with, right? Because if you run away the people that you don't want to fuck with, then you get to attract the people that you do want to work with. And that makes all the difference. Because like you said, if you spent your time showing luxury properties all the time, you'd be uncomfortable. The only person I know that can sell $10 million homes in a pair of flip-flops and shorts is my boy, Josh Flagg. Other than that, Frederick, Josh yeah. Altman, my other friends that sell those kind of homes, Christoph Chu, they all dress up to the dines all the time. And Josh is generational wealth, so he doesn't have to, right? Yep. And so, but like, to me, it would make me really uncomfortable too. Like, I'm cool dealing with those people, but I like dealing with regular folks as well, you know? And like with my, I, my audience, I decided that I wanted to work with alpha personality types, 
that were making $150,000 or more a year and that had kids and had priorities and were you know, 35 years of age or a little bit older and were trying to save and build long-term wealth and build a business, not just be salespeople. And I got in tune with who it is that I wanted to talk to and I make posts about them. If you read anything, any meme, any video, it's never about me. It's always about them and how it enriches their life and how they can do it better. Now, a good example of how to build a, a good following on Facebook is the lighter side of real estate. Mm -hmm. uh, Mike Bell's a friend of mine, and he runs that page. And if you notice, everything on that page is for agents to share with their audience, right? He's basically creating the content for you, the agent, to be able to share with your audience because he's not it's not about him and what's in mind for his brand and everything else. His brand is the agent's brand, sharing it to the end client, which stirs up, you know, it's obviously made a lot of his stuff go viral because of that. And he's got that down probably as good as anybody that I've ever seen. And uh, sales humor is another one that's really close, but Mike is definitely the, the best at that with the lighter side of real estate. And so what happens is a lot of people, they go, look at my kids, look at my job, look at this house I sold, look at this dinner that I just ate, look at the baseball game that I'm attending, the movies that I'm watching, and you're not that cool. I'm yeah. not that cool. You know, Mike's <laughs> not that cool. You're not that cool. None of us are that cool. But what is cool is if we figure out what it is that we're into and we make it about that, right? right? You're into personal development, you make it about personal development, not you. If you're into selling houses, you make it about the houses, not, not necessarily you. But what I did in 2012 when I had a social media management company was we had an intake form and we picked five topics that people were passionate about. We said, what five things are you passionate about? Maybe it's kids baseball because that's something you coach or something like that. Maybe it's uh, you're really into uh, action figures like the 40 year old virgin. Maybe you're into sports cars. Maybe you're into dogs or hunting or guns or whatever it is. I'm in Texas. So everybody's into guns. All you want to get a hundred likes on your post is take a picture of a pistol with a clip next to it. And, you got it, <laughs> and so like we would go through and we would figure out, you know, do, are they are they, you know, Christian? Are they Jewish? Are they Muslim? Like, what what do they talk about? Do they quote about religious? Or are they po uh, political? And so we would come to those five things that they were passionate about, and we would make it about their audience, so it would elicit the people in the audience that were passionate about those things too. Man, there is a cornhole society out there. People are passionate online about all sorts of weird stuff. You can go to Reddit and find a subreddit for damn near everything that people are just ravenous passionate about. So if you'll figure out five things that are interesting to you, there's going to be people in your audience that identify with those two, which is going to strengthen that bond. And as an agent, really all you're ever trying to do is make it to where when people think about real estate, you're the person that they think about. They're at a cocktail party, they're drinking, and they're like, you know, we were thinking about selling our house. You got to call Mike. You got to call Mike. Mike is the real estate dude. Yeah, You got to call him. And so that's the, the impression. Like, he's so awesome. You got to follow him on Facebook and see his posts that he makes. Like, that's the impression you want to leave with people because yep. these days what happens when you meet people at a cocktail party, they're like, you know, oh, you need to check out Gary Vaynerchuk. They don't mean go meet him in person, right? They're like, dude, you need to follow his stuff. So you want people saying that about you. It's like, man, I know Facebook can be full of politics and everything else. You go follow Ryan. He's going to talk about deep intellectual insight and how to make more money as a salesperson and business owner. Like you need to follow that guy. And that's the conversation I'm trying to drive people into. It's like, hey, you know what? You may not be able to meet Ryan because he's busy, but you need to follow him and you can meet him digitally and get to know him there. And then ultimately when people think that they need help with their business or help with their sales, sales funnels or whatever, they start thinking about me. So what Ryan just said is extremely powerful um, for our listeners here. You know, the jack of all trades is the master of none. And I often feel like that's a lot of things that a lot of times that's what a lot of the realtors are. I'm not sure how mortgage mortgage people's like attorneys are the worst marketers in the world, right? <laughs> so, it's like, so, but th let's go back to, to realtors is that traditionally we would think, all right, let's go out and just, let's just go target 
you know, like Facebook right now, um, people are all talking about likely to move homeowners and blah, 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 blah. I'm not having that much success with likely to moves anymore. We'll get to this topic in just a second and we'll start talking about that. But let's just say likely to move homeowners are doing great, right? Let's say that's the target audience. What you're saying is, okay, let's say I had a, a real targeted audience or let's just say we took a, a, a farming campaign for agent. And let's just say we're doing some Facebook farming stuff. We do a, We pick out a zip. So the zip in my area is 60622. So I'm going to go hit homeowners in 60622, okay? Good. That's my farm. But what you're saying is, all right, now let's get all, if I love Star Wars, now let's get all the people who love Star Wars in 60622. Because, you guys, this is the name of the game. It's it's mathematical marketing. People are attracted to people that they like or that they would do business with. That's the first thing that any consumer thinks when they get on when they get on the other side. They're like, hey, do I like this person or not? Right? It's just like dating, like you said originally. It's You have a few seconds to make that first impression. But what I'm getting Think at about is this. that... Go ahead. Think about this for a second. Sorry to interrupt, but like you said, Star Wars, for example. Imagine if you, as a real estate agent, ran an ad. It's like feel like you're on the buyer side or the seller side or the dark side. Get away from the there dark side go. of real estate. <laughs> yeah. And it was a picture of like Darth Vader. Like yeah. people that live in that area are going to click that shit, and they're going to be like, "Oh, this is a cool real estate agent." Because there's a dude in our area, and he runs an ad that says "real estate with personality." That dude looks like he has a personality of a brick. Yeah. That the picture and stuff that he's sending out there. First of all, who cares about your personality? Can you get me the million dollar house without screwing me over in a bunch of commission and making me live in a U-Haul for two weeks? That's what I really care about. Yep. You know, and, and people miss that part. But if you want to connect with people, you're right. You do better to geo-target it and then run something that people have similar likes to you in that area. That, whether it be humor, whether it be some kind of action, or whether it's a funny video you put together. But a way to connect more than just it's like, hey, I'm an agent in this right. area. Take your area and then connect based upon mutual interest and whatnot, and you'll end up resonating. Because, guys, these are the stats, all right? 15% of the people we know this year are moving, give or take. All right, so do the math. If I know 100 people or if I have 100 people in my farm or 10,000 people in that farm, uh, 1,500 of them are going to be making a move this year. Do you agree with those numbers? Yep. All right, and now the the reason, you know, when we talk about, you know, a lot of the stuff, you know, we – we do within our platform, the real estate marketing news, all about attracting business, a lot of it from database and whatnot, but it's just, the stats are no different. With 15% of people are moving this year, but 100% of those people know someone who's moving. There's nobody that doesn't know somebody who's moving this year. And the name of the game is to get your name shared. And you get your name shared when people like you because in real estate, people only do business if they like you. When they like you, they tend to trust you and then they tend to refer you. It's, it's, a, it's a big popularity contest, in other words. You don't get in the car with people you don't like unless right. you call them Uber. Yeah. You know, that's just like uh, – that's just how it works. And if people are going to let you in their house for a listing presentation, they got to know, like, and trust you. Mm -hmm. Right? You're in their house. They're going to let you walk around their house when they're not home with their diamonds, their jewelry, their vibrators, their guns, whatever they've got going on in there. They've got to be able to trust you. And it's first – before you can be trusted, you've got to be known. And before you can be uh, – once you've been known, you got to be able to like. You've got to go through those phases with people. And, you know, in the past, that meant that you had to – you know, you had to call somebody eight times or stop by their house eight times or all these different things now that can happen in a matter of a few days on social media yep you're exactly right very 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 good stuff now let's switch gears a little bit i know you do a lot of uh stuff with mortgage brokers and uh lenders around the country and um when you you know in 2010 when you got um you got your license taken away for you know for the dodd frank uh government gone right again um what did um you're stuck you're like holy shit I was just making X amount of money, and now I don't know what to do, but I know how to get leads, right? So one of the things I wanted to talk to you about in an interview 
um, you on this podcast was I see you doing a lot of work with mortgage brokers um, today. And I don't know exactly um, how, how it is or whatnot. That's what I'm hopefully you, you spell out for us and our listeners may be needing your services. But what here's the paradigm shift. I'm, I'm curious to get your opinion I see right here. I see nothing but opportunity right now in the marketplace. And if you look at the 10,000 foot view of what's really going on in the real estate industry, let's look at what drives the real estate industry from, it starts with real estate agents, title business survives off real estate agent referrals, mortgage brokerage survive majority off real estate agent referrals. There's no more refi freaking business. If you think the rates are gonna keep going down, you're insane. They're gonna go up, which means all loan officers are gonna be doing purchase business only. So what does that mean? How the hell do you surround yourself to get more and more business? At the end of the day, it comes around to better serving the realtors. Do you agree with that? Yes. So better serving the realtors. If you're a mortgage company, your title company, whatever it is, you're always catering the realtors. This is why they're always doing these boat trips and these social gatherings and getting everyone drunk, blah, 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 blah. Now, why, I think there's more opportunity than ever to cater into realtors because this is what I tell agents all the time. The way real estate is bought and sold has changed more in the past 10 years than it has in the previous 100 combined probably because of the way information is sourced online by the buyers and sellers, the consumers online. Today we have Zillow, Realtor.com, Truly.com, all these other freaking websites. And that is now the consumer's first stop. What that's done is it's created a lot of different leads, a lot of different lead sources, but a lot of these... Um, the, the problem has been that the average age of the realtors today is about 56 and a half years old. All right. The 56 and a half year old, year old agent does not know Facebook, does not know pay-per-click, does not know how they, to build a funnel. They sure don't know Snapchat. Yeah, they don't know Snapchat. I don't even know Snapchat. I'm trying to learn it. I'm trying to get better at it. But so here's my question is that realtors need more guidance because the brokers who they should be looking up to have not caught on with these trends either. Right. Because they're old too. They're old too. Right. And it's not that they're old. They're just non-technologically advanced, like you and I would be, or you know, or, or the younger, newer agent, or the younger- Old school. Old school. There you go. So you've created a way where you're showing mortgage brokers how to create leads for their agents, because quite frankly, the agents don't know how to. And even if they did, do they really have the time to? Is that really where their time's best spent, right? Their, best, their time's better spent out closing deals and referring deals back. That's how this business works. So tell us a little bit about how you're, um, I'm curious to know about, the lead gen programs that you're using right now with a lot of your students, like the mortgage people, are you going just Facebook? What is it? Pay-per-click what's hot, what's working. Um, how do we simplify this whole funnel question? Like in layman terms. Got it. So first thing I can do is give you a resource. You can go to hardcorecloser.com and in the search board search bar, type in four step funnel. Uh, that'll give you like a diagram, lay it all out for you. But let me, let me tell you where the shift is. You see, in the past, real estate agents, they got their leads from advertising in the newspaper and putting a sign in the yard. Then the internet shows up and a few agents had their websites and maybe they got lucky with some SEO and stuff like that. But then Zillow, this big mammoth came in and they started off doing the find out what your home's worth funnel. Think yeah. about that. That's how they built the whole Zillow ecosystem was the home value funnel. And so Zillow comes in and they've valuated enough people's homes over a matter of time to where all of a sudden they're huge and now it's almost impossible for you to get SEO because Zillow's there. If it's not Zillow, it's Redfin or Realtor or somebody like that, right? Yep. And so we'll just use Zillow as an example. Not to make Zillow the bad guy, I don't think they're bad guys, right? And I don't have anything against them, just use them as an example. Well, then we, so like Zillow dominates the internet. Well, then all of a sudden social media comes up and you have the ability to regain those contacts right back in front of you, right? So the lead gen has changed. Or, and now Zillow's at a point where they'll sell you those leads back. But here's the shift. 
All this time, real estate agents controlled the leads because they had the ads in the newspaper and they had the signs in the front yard. Then Zillow comes and interrupts and sells those same leads to the mortgage guy because they're like, if you're buying a house or selling a house, you're going to need a loan. Yep. Right. And so then it shifts a little bit of responsibility and a little bit of the authority that real estate agents have away from them. Okay. Now we're seeing this shift where I have clients that do billions of dollars in mortgages a year, like big time names that are out there, like names that you all know very well. And these, these companies are focused on lead gen, not for the loan officers that work for them, but for the real estate agents that are out there. And they're leveraging these leads as referral relationship because MSAs are gone. Dodd-Frank screwed that up. And they have, you know, it's, you can't give kickbacks. You can't rent out spaces. Like the government's done everything that they can to just like totally screw the relation. As a loan officer, you can't even call an appraiser and ask them why the hell they chose one house over another. It's just ridiculous the stuff that they've done. I don't need to tell your audience that. But at the same time, but now we've made this shift to where these these savvy mortgage companies like Movement and Hancock and Quicken that are out there, the conglomerates, these big mortgage company, Loan Depot is another one that are out there. And what they're doing is they're sending leads to the real estate agents at no charge because somebody's got to buy them a house. It's totally government compliant because they can't sell them a house. They got to give them to somebody so they can sell these. They can not sell. They can give these leads to the real estate agent in return to get their mortgage business back. So now you've got loan officers all over the country in the marketplace that have gone through my my programs that are showing up saying, Hey agent, instead of me calling you every Monday, asking you for leads, how if I just give you two leads a month? Do you think you could two leads a week? Do you think you could send me a deal or two every month? Right. And it's real simple at that point. And, it, and then the, the real estate agent, all of a sudden they get to focus on what they do. It's closing these leads and getting listings so that they can generate their own leads too. So not only does it put power in the hands of the loan officer, it frees up the lead gen stuff that the agent doesn't have to loan that, learn that because these companies are doing it. And at the same time, it allows the listing agent or the buyer's agent to do what they do best, which is talk to people, get them in the car, get in their house. Yep, exactly. And are you seeing – and you're seeing uh, lenders, title companies literally having to put their own marketing department in office. <laughs> pretty much title companies have, fail yeah. miserably because their attorney the attorneys have different advertising laws than yeah, yeah. uh loan officers and real estate agents so title companies really struggle uh doing this i've tried to help a few of them and they just kind of get in their own way but the loan officers have really stepped up and and what they're doing now especially the guys that are working in my programs is they figured out not only how to generate real estate leads but divorce leads and cpa leads and financial planner leads and mortgage protection insurance leads and relocation leads and moving company leads and and all this stuff. And we don't, I'll tell you right now, we don't, when, when I teach my people to run Facebook ads, we never use likely to move new homeowner, none of that stuff. You know why? That's like going to Google and me trying to buy the keyword sales training for my company. There's yep. too many people using it. It's such a broad term, right? What yep. you've got to do is you've got to target, like we were talking about people in a zip code that have a certain interest and a certain income and, and all of that stuff. And really these days, it's if you don't have a data scientist on your team, you probably just need to be buying your leads from someone who does so that, you know, people might say Zillow leads are $200 and they're go, no good. And, and I don't I don't agree with that. I don't think there's no such thing as a no good lead. Like somebody doesn't go to the Internet, put their information in and then not want to do something there. Maybe they change their mind and you need to change it back. But there was something that compelled them to take that opportunity. And I, I've never had a problem closing the Internet leads. I know a lot of people are just lazy. But I think the fact is that if you can just create a whether it be through Zillow, Zillow, Realtor.com through a program you sell, a program I sell, whatever the case is, if you can just figure out what your cost per lead is, and a lot of people say, oh, I don't want to pay 100 bucks per lead. But dude, you get paid $12,000 for selling a house. I will pay $2,000 a lead if it closes. Yeah. I'll pay five if it closes. Right. 
The relationship is worth freaking 25, 30 grand over the course of a lifetime alone. I mean, what agents don't realize the customer acquisition costs, in this case, the relationship building costs, inquire a new relationship into your database is worth a minimum of $25,000. If that person were to buy an average of five houses over the course of their lifetime, which equates out to $5,000 per commission check. But that number's not even, yeah, and that's low. And that number's not even accurate because that person still has the ability to, infil, to introduce you to new relationships within their network, and you could branch out from there because that becomes another referral source if you're playing the long game um, as a real estate agent. So let me ask you this. Um, IDX on a website or not? Do you need IDX anymore? Because you mentioned Zillow. Um, I'm curious to see your thoughts on that. I mean, I do, do realtors really think <laughs> that, uh, I see mixed views. I have my own opinion, but I'm curious on yours, um, that you're going to, they're going to compete against Zillow. You really think homeowners are going to go onto their agent's website to search for properties or is it a necessary evil? Do you need to have it? What are your thoughts on that? Well, I think, it, I think it can't hurt to have it. And if you educate your people, why your, your IDX might be better than Zillow, you might, uh, it, it, you know what I mean? You might be able to win there. I, I teach my people to use apps. We, we have a company called CardTap. You can uh, check it out. HCAPP.co. Uh, you can get like, I got a $200 off referral code on there. Uh, but we use like the CardTap app and they can search the homes in the neighborhood. So what we do is, so my funnel works like this. Somebody says, you know, you want to buy a home and thinking about buying a home in this area, we've got the hookup bottom line, right? Suppose somebody gives me their name, email address, phone number, and they gives them the thank you page. Then we email them the list of homes that are the hookup in that area. Okay. Mm -hmm. And so that's a, an IDX feed that's constantly, you know, an auto thing that updates every time something hits that criteria, it goes out to them. There's nothing new there, but what, what we do is we make it inside an app. And so one of the links inside the app is that the zip codes with the hot houses for sale in there. And we program people that this app is going to be the first source of information. It's going to get it before Zillow. It's going to get it before true. Is going to get it before their website and it's right there on their hand and they have full access to it. So that's like the future, I think. I don't think that people like random strangers aren't going to ryanstuman.com and looking for real estate. Random strangers are going to Trulia Zillow. I know Trulia just got scooped up, but it's still out there. Yeah. Uh, they're going to one of those places because that's what shows up when you look for, even if you type in an address, that's what shows up right now. And so, uh, but if you coach them into using your website, but more importantly, I think the app is what matters. Cause like right now you and I, we're in front of desktops, we're doing a podcast, but for the most part, we're always in front of our phone. And if we have something that's super convenient and the so problem is, say, it's, just, it's the user experience that is yep. the difference right there. And, and the problem with Zillow and, and Trulia and all that, cause like we, I buy houses, I flip homes. Like I'm, I'm active in houses I own three right now. And, uh, and so like, I'm, I'm super, I'm not a real estate agent, but I'm super active in the industry. Problem is I can pull up next to the house down the street, Zillow, not even have the damn listing on there. You know yeah. what I mean? Or I could put it, or, or I may not be able to find it on truly and either, but I can see a sign in the yard, but your IDX feed that feeds right into the MLS is going to have that because, you know, there's like certain, uh, real estate, uh, what is it? Uh, uh, associations of realtors, certain like sex segments that won't allow their feeds to right. go into Zillow and stuff like that. You know, they've been fighting them for years. Yep. No, no doubt. I do uh, on my end on my website here. I, I pulled my IDX, and I, it's a nothing more than a bunch of real estate courses for consumers. And uh, just because I couldn't compete against it, so that's that's a good answer. I want to see what I, I like that app, and I'm going to check that out because I think yeah, you it, should. It's all on the user experience right off the bat. We only have so many seconds to get somebody's attention. So here's my next question: You get an opt-in, great. Someone comes in, ding, 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 ding. What's your opinion on putting them on this long drip email campaign? 
Or are you going so, for, well, you know, I want to get your idea on when the conversion actually occurs. So what we do is uh, we put them on something called Agent Legend. My friend Costas owns that. Yeah, I know Costas. And, Costas uh, has been on our show before. Um, yeah, he's a good awesome. people, man. Yeah. He's, he's way nice. One time he called me. He's like, dude, I'm going to send you a check for $5,000 because you sent me a lot of people. I'm not an affiliate or whatever. Yeah. And I was like, dude, like you got to be the only person in history just to call somebody randomly up and be like, I want to take care of you. Like, this is a yeah. nice guy. Yep. But we use Agent Legend, and what it does is it, it slide dials, slide broadcast, and text messages uh, people. So we call the the three and three campaign. So in three yep. days, we hit them with a text message, an email, and a voicemail, and and it's in it's automatically programmed. So when that lead comes in, they're getting that stuff 10, 15, and thirty minutes later. And so it, the follow-up happens automatically for the first three days, and then we put them on a – because if, if people are triggered, they're going to do so in the first three days. Correct. Then after that, we hit them up with once a week where – my system's easy. I'll share it with you guys. It, it works like this. We send them an email every Saturday with the latest updated homes. I'm sorry, every Friday with the latest updated homes in the area. So they opt in for 75093. They want the hottest houses that are foreclosures, all that stuff. Every week we send them a list of homes on Friday. Every other, not every, every other Saturday, we call them up and we say, hey, I just want to make sure that you got the email. See if you have any questions about any houses. Make sure that you guys don't need me to take care of anything for you. Set anything up like that. I'm here to serve you 100%. And even if someone is six months out, the fact that you're just checking in every two weeks, making sure you got my email, see if you have any questions. Like just a totally, hey, I'm committed. I'm here and ready to work for you when you're ready, but no pressure. That's, that's the follow-up that matters the most. And you can even automate that. I like to actually talk to them on Saturdays. Are you, asking, you, know are saying, you doing but, voice broadcast or what's the... Uh... On that. Well, Agent Legend does that the yeah. first three days, but but we actually like I teach my people to do the follow up like every other Saturday. Set aside, you know, Whoa, time, you have to pick up a phone and call time. someone. Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> you, dude, they may be ready on a Saturday. They may be no, like, dude, I'm so glad you called. We need to see this house right. at noon. Boom, you're in. That's a fifteen thousand dollar check. You guys, the best, I, I get what you're saying. The though. best way to, everyone wants to automate everything now. It's like. You know, like sometimes they'll get a, we'll get an offer in and there'll be an agent sending us an offer and they'll do it through text message. I'm like, dude, pick up the fucking phone. Talk to me, man. Like whatever happened to the good old communication, there's no better form of marketing than one-on-one and someone just feeling you out talking about, Hey, yeah, yeah, you either like me or you don't. I mean, it's, it's going to come out. Um, all right, so here's what I got. You, you mentioned something really good. So if you guys want to listen to a really good podcast, go ahead and dig through our library here. Uh, I do have, uh, the creator, his name's it's Costas Pepas, right? I cannot... Is that how you say his name? Uh, hell, I'm from the south. I just call him Costas. But he, he's, <laughs> Costas. He, he's, he, he lives over in Nashville, man. He's yeah. a cool dude. He spoke at one of my events, man. I I, uh, I met him at a mastermind with Donald Wilson. We were like, we rented the penthouse of the London Hotel in New York, dude. It was pretty badass looking nice. overlooking Central Park and stuff. And I met him there, and that was probably 2013. We've just been buddies ever since, you know. Here's here's nice. what his system does. It's really good. So a lot of a lot of I want to express. I want to get your opinion on this. It's it's like a personalized autoresponder through voicemail, text, and um, and uh, an email. But it's the fact yeah. that you can personalize your response and that it's not templated, which is why it works. It's an actual human element here. What I hate um, – I, I can't stand emailed cold drip campaigns that feel like it's from a freaking robot. There, there's no authenticity behind it. And I believe that um, you do a lot more funnels than I do, man, so you tell me if I'm wrong. But I believe that the consumer can smell your BS from a mile away today. Man, they it, know if it's automated. But yeah. if it's automated and good, like if That's they fine. know that it's automated because they're like – 
it, it's because they're like he's got a lot of people to communicate with, then they're cool. If they think that it's like spring cleanings here, like that's some bullshit nobody wants right. to read. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. houses are exploding in this area. That's something that you want to read, right? Even if it's the area of Minnesota and it's here in Dallas, that's something that'll have them, you know. <laughs> Pick up the thing. It just has to be something intriguing. There's a, a good book that you can spend a few hundred bucks on buying. It's called uh, Kick-Ass Copywriting. Uh, it's called uh, Kick-Ass Copywriting Secrets of a Marketing Rebel by John Carlton. Uh, if you're brave enough, that book will change your life. Teach you how to write an email. That's for damn sure. Nice. I wrote that down. I'll check that out myself. Um, very, very cool. Now, let's go back to – I want to get back more into the uh, mortgage side of things. Uh, we started off track, but um, – so on the mortgage side of things, you're finding mortgage brokers. You're basically showing them how to run a digital marketing campaign, more or less. What are you guys having the most success in? Is it Facebook? Is it pay-per-clicks? What's, where are, where's your main source? Where do you believe the main source of business is coming from right now On in terms of an online source? Where should people be really concentrating their online lead gen? Well, we have 23 traffic sources. Okay. And so I, I teach like it just depends on what they're fishing for. Some people are looking for investors. Some people are looking for buyers, sellers, refinances, home equity liens, VA, FHA. So there's like a lot of variety. And these days people want specialized information. Like people think they're special. They're like, well, that doesn't pertain to me because I'm different. Right. And so you have to make sure that you have it, you know what they say in the past, niched out or whatever. And so what we do is I teach them, it's like, first of all, where, where do you want to advertise and which one of these, or what do you, what do you want to advertise and which one of these platforms is your audience most likely to be on? Because there's three parts to the perfect advertisement. And that is first the offer, then the audience, and then the technology. And so once you, the technology is the easy part, it's easy to build a funnel. You know, you got lead pages, click funnels, a million Insta page, a million other places you can do that stuff with. However, <clears throat> excuse me, however, the key is, the offer is number one, right? It's so important because if you screw the offer up, it doesn't matter if you have the best audience in the world. And, and then the audience is equally important because you could have the best offer in the world, but if it's in front of the wrong audience, it's not going to work either. So, uh, but what most people don't understand is the picture is a part of the offer, yep. you know, just like in, in it, it's got to be the perfect combo. Just like we talked about the star Wars ad earlier. It's like, you know, live in West Plano and feel like you're on the dark side of real estate. Let us show you how to use the force on your behalf, right? That's going to reach out to people. And they're going to be like, this is probably a pretty cool real estate agent. Yeah. Or the, or the wrong people are going to go, oh, that's so stupid. I would never use that guy, which are both are perfect. Right. You're right? never going to you waste your time. You're not going to attract them anyways. Yeah, exactly. You didn't waste your time trying to get somebody who didn't want to do business with you. And you probably attracted the people who do. What do you uh, use? I want to know who's got balls enough to run the dark side real estate post now. That, Dude, right? We've so awesome. given you some gold here on the show, yeah, right? That's now, so awesome. You know what? Um, one of my contributors in my platform, his name's Justin Lindsay. I'm gonna. He's a Star Wars guy. He's a big Facebook Live guy. He's built a big audience doing that. And uh, I'm gonna. I want to totally take you up on that offer, and I'll let you know how it goes. Um, that's awesome. really good. He'll love that. He'll totally geek out with it. He's a, that's his, that's his thing. He talks about Star Wars on his Facebook Live show all the time. Twenty percent real estate, eighty percent Star Wars. <laughs> that's pretty funny um but it's funny you said he's built a big following so people connected with him so like I me and you're over here laughing about star wars meanwhile this dude's like laughing all the way to the bank about yeah. star wars you know no, exactly right and that that's what people are attracted to him for because they're like you know what everyone knows a real estate agent you know it's not like uh who doesn't know a real estate agent i mean everybody knows a loan officer everyone knows somebody in the in the real estate business i mean Real estate, if I'm not mistaken, indirectly employs about 25% of our population, whether it's construction, mortgage, title, all that stuff. So it's it's a big, big thing. But people want to work with the person they're most attracted to. 
Um, and that sometimes is the Star Wars geeks or the Star Trek geeks or whatnot. So it's very, very, very good stuff. <clears throat> so how many, uh, with the loan officers, they're running these funnels, um, they're replacing coffee meetings. So if, if you're a loan officer and you're listening to this, and if you call a realtor up and you ask them to go to coffee to tell them about your fucking rate sheets, I swear to God, they're going to never talk to you again. <laughs> Stop, please. You might as well stop. be pitching on multi-level marketing. Yeah, stop doing that. I get calls from LinkedIn still today. Uh, and people are just like, dude, I'd really love to show you in my program. I'd really love for you to like, you know, I'd really love for you to, you know, walk you through these rate sheets. And I'm like, dude, you have the same rate sheets as everyone else. It's like me going to the MLS and be like, I have the inside scoop to the MLS that no other realtor has. <laughs> what are you talking about? It's Zillow. It's on public now. So, um, your your uh your students are now able to be like, look, I'm not gonna bore you with a freaking coffee meeting request. I have a funnel. It creates a boatload of leads. Can you fucking close or not? Is that the pitch? Wrong. wrong. It's even it's even better than that. It's like because <laughs> because here's the thing: if you give a real like, let's just be real, folks. Yeah. If you give a real estate agent a boatload of leads, what are they likely gonna do? Um, probably not follow up on them. Exactly. So you give them two leads a week, right? You give if you overfeed your dog, he'll kill himself. Right. And so you just give them two leads a week and that gives them enough to where two leads are easy to call one on Tuesday, one on Thursday, whenever they come in, it's easy. And, uh, and it builds up, you know, in a month you've got 60 people that you've added to your pipeline. So it's, it's consistent or, uh, I'm sorry, in a month you've got eight new people that you've added to your pipeline. So it's consistent there. Yep. And so, uh, and it keeps everybody from getting overwhelmed. If you have a badass agent, obviously they can give them some more. But the yeah. idea for my guys is like, we know nobody cares about a mortgage because here's the thing. Nobody cares about a real estate agent. Nobody cares about a banker. Nobody wants insurance. Nobody wants a mortgage. Nobody wants a title policy. What they want is a fucking house. Yeah. Sell the house and only the house. And that's all you'll ever have to worry about in this business. And so what I teach the loan officers to do is sell the house through their marketing. And then on the back end, when they're talking to the real estate agents, like here's how we help you sell houses, which is what they want, right? By consistently delivering them leads, but they don't ask them to go meet or anything else. What my guys do is they're friends with a lot of real estate agents on Facebook. Cause like you said, almost everybody knows or is connected to one. So you just and they say things like, hey, I generated 14 leads this week for my referral partners. I'm looking for a few more people to give leads out to because my funnels are kicking in. People yep. reach out to them. They vet them and see if they're worth giving them a couple of leads to. And they just help them grow their business. And I teach my folks, my loan officers, how to give presentations in front of real estate offices because that's a big deal. You know, you have the company rally and you bring in sandwiches and shit for lunch and they give you 10 minutes to talk or whatever. And most loan officers go, well, listen, we have really good VA programs and rates and all this stuff. My guys get up there and they show them how to market themselves on social media in a way that they probably never heard before. And some of the stuff that I've shared with you on this show, that like blows their mind and they come to them and they ask them social media questions. Why wouldn't they have that opportunity to talk to them about doing their mortgages too? Instant instant authority built instant trust instant respect it's different than what everyone else is out there doing and um the realtors need it because let's face it i mean it's it's taken me a long time a lot of money um testing out what i know um and i'm nowhere near at the level you are but i'm always still learning you're probably always still learning this shit changes every freaking every day, every day. so you you have to like stay in the know of what is uh really going on with this stuff because it it, it is just changing. I remember last year, um, maybe a year and a half ago now, uh, everyone was running what's your home worth ads. And people were having success with that. But if you try doing that right now, throwing your money out the door for the most part, there's just not, I'm not seeing that. You know, I stopped doing those a long time ago, but everyone that's still trying them, 
dude, I just can't get an opt-in. I can't get a lead. I can't get a lead. Well, it's because everything's changed. Um, do you think the Facebook market is saturated with real estate agent ads right now? Yeah, t- to the point, man. And part of that's my fault. Sorry, guys. I've sold a lot of programs over the years. You know? <laughs> what a dick. Uh, <laughs> sorry about that, everybody. Uh, but part of that, t- you can tell that it's starting to catch up to Facebook because they're making you sign off on housing regulations now yeah. when you run an ad. Have yeah. you noticed that? Yep. I saw that. Yeah. And so, you know, I own a real estate company that, like I said earlier, we buy and flip real estate and, and we hold real estate, but we're not realtors. It's just me and a business partner. And uh, when we run our ads for our house, because we don't hire real estate agents, I don't have to. I just run the ads and I got all the connections if I need anything or whatever anyway. And so uh, I just do what I teach people to do. I run ads, run open houses and sell the damn things. And so uh, never even list them on the MLS, crazily enough. But I put the, I put my advertisement in front of everybody in the area because for the 15000 that I'm going to pay a realtor, I can go put 5000 in ads and everybody in this area sees my house is the one for sale on Facebook. I'm gold, you know? Yeah. And uh, and so we've been and we've been doing that. Plus, I have production crew and, and we do, you know, drone shots and all that stuff. But anyway, every time we list one of our homes for sale on, on Facebook and we promote it out there because uh, we have a, you know, like we have several different like hot homes of Dallas and different things like that pages that we promote from. And uh, they, they've started making a sign off saying we're not violating Equal Opportunity Act. We made yeah. sure we've been for the last two years. Uh, one of the biggest things that, and they don't always listen, damn it. But the, one of the biggest things that I teach my clients is, dude, make sure you have a privacy policy and terms and user agreement at the bottom. Even if it's highlighted back to your website, your original company website or something to where they have all that, make sure you have it because – uh, I had a, uh, an ex-client of mine, and like I said, technology changes all the time, but I had an ex-client of mine hit me up. I worked with him for about a year. He hit me up yesterday. He's like, bro, they shut down my ads account. No warning, no nothing. I've been there. You know what I mean? I went from, you know, we were making $40,000 a day in ads to shutting it down. And I'm like, Yush! you know, you kind of get used to the good life. It's You get a little that panic. Was just for the, sweep. That was just the privacy policy um, in terms of use. Yeah. Do you know the name so of that? I got it back up and now I do that, but it's uh it's definitely on your landing pages and shit. You yeah. guys definitely yeah. have to have that because they're gonna be turning you in. It's gonna gonna be a matter of time before they get pissed off at all these realtors running dumbass ads because there's so many of you. Not that not that there's anything wrong with realtors, but there's three fucking million of us. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And so and investors and everybody else and all the people selling software to us. So Facebook at some point is gonna get tired of that shit just like Google did, and they're gonna say, Hey man, you know what? We're gonna start turning people in that violate this stuff. Yep. How much uh, are you spending on your just listed? Like you got a new, you got a new rehab house because I see a lot of agents. I, I was doing an event in Miami, and um, one of the agents, you know, he was, you know, he's just boosting posts. Typical, most agents just go out and they press the boost button and they pick a radius and then they let it go out there. They get a bunch of boosts, they get a bunch of comments and likes, but never a call, never any 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 results, right? Um, he's only spending five bucks a day. I'm just like, dude, you got to start to increase that budget a little bit. You know, you got to remember that if you sell this house, that's like a $25,000 commission. And if you get a lead off this house, a $25 commission. So are you telling me that, you know, like if you're going to do a just sold postcard campaign, um, and say that's what you're doing, it's not going to cost you five bucks a day, man. So, you know, you got to do it relate. So what's a good budget for Facebook, um, today? If, if your audience size is, I don't know, say, say you have a highly targeted audience, say you're looking at about 15,000. Um, 10,000 people dialed in. So you're targeting relationship statuses. Um, what is, uh, what's a good budget? How much is too much? How much is not enough? Well, so I'll give you an example. My house here in Marsh Lane and 635 in Dallas, where uh, I'm my flip house. When I advertise it, there's 8 million people here. 
And there is a hundred thousand people moving here a month. It's crazy because we got all these new dude. If yeah, you I saw see. my backyard, you would be mind blown, man. I, like the thing that Warren Buffett's created next to Nebraska furniture. I and drove past it Jerry a few Jones months ago. Created. Yeah, yeah. I, dude, I drove right insane. through Plano and I saw all that stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. That's where I live. Is Plano? Yes, Plano, that's, so that, that's actually the city I live in. Yeah. So. Uh, Plano, Frisco, Louisville, all that stuff out to Carrollton. It's insane. Like you, if like for your viewers that haven't ever seen it, just it's mind boggling. There's hundreds of cranes in the air right now. And so, uh, I know that those are people moving around here cause none of my neighbor's houses are for sale cause they ain't got nowhere to go. Yeah. And so I know it's outsiders moving in. So I looked up and did some, uh, some research, found out that Toyota was relocating people here from, uh, to Plano from Irvine, California. And so I ran ads marketing houses out there to Irvine, California. So I have a luxury neighborhood for, uh, 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 Red, Red McCombs, the guy that owns, you know, the Spurs and all that stuff. So I, I, one of their developments, is, they're a client of mine last year. And we sold $8 million in homes through Facebook ads alone. Uh, and each house is like $1.5 So they're like way upper echelon. But we didn't sell – and they're in Austin. We didn't sell them to people in Austin. We sold them to people that lived in like El Paso, Midland, Lubbock, Oklahoma, California uh, because it's kind of a retirement neighborhood. So we looked at people who were sending their kids to the University of Texas – and where the parents were most likely to send their kids to. So you got to be smart. It's just like finding keywords on Google. You can't yeah. just like expect SEO for homes for sale in Dallas. You got to be smart. Right. Stucco homes for sale in Dallas under 200,000. That's what you got to be looking for, these long tail keywords. And so it's the same thing on Facebook. Now, this house that I'm going to do as far as a budget, I'm going to spend probably, I'm willing to spend $5,000 to sell it on my own, right? But it will probably only take me $1,000 to, in order to sell those $8 million worth of real estate. Now, mind you, that's $245,000 broker commission, right? $8 million in real estate, okay? Yeah. So in order to sell that $8 million in real estate, we only spent, like, the company paid me twelve grand. I only spent six. There you go. Not bad ROI. So think about that. You spend, if you master that stuff, you could spend six grand to make a quarter million. Like, I'll take that all day, every day, you know? Yeah. Now, was it, was it magic money that popped up? No, Stephanie had to call these people and get on them and show houses and show up and con convince them and close them and, and follow up and all the things that happened. But we got those leads through the door to give her the ability and the opportunity to do that. Yep. Very interesting. All right, man. Well, you got anything else you would like to add? We are at about 45 minutes. It's been an amazing podcast. I have a feeling we could probably talk and nerd out here for probably two, two hours. <laughs> Just come up with that. But uh, we have to be uh, – maybe we'll have you on again. But uh, we have to be courteous to our users. Someone young, once yelled at me because my podcast was 60 minutes and she got mad. Um, so uh, I apologize. Can't please everybody. Yeah, can't, can't win them all. Um, anyways, here's, Ryan, here's what I would ask yes, your audience please. to do is uh, head over to hcwebinar.com and just sign up for, you know, we talked about hardcore closer and stuff like that, but just head over to hcwebinar.com, sign up, and I'll, I'll walk you through like the whole process of like where it's, we, we call the training from gunslinger to terminator. So we take you from the dude from the good, bad, and ugly to being Arnold Schwarzenegger. You know what I mean? Who's going to win in that fight? Yep. Right. And so that's basically what the premise is. And we'll show you how it is. it's easy to use technology in your brain. Uh, just a little thinking, creative thinking, like I talked to you about targeting in other areas, trying to be different from everybody. And that's what's going to give you the leg up. So just go to HC as in hardcore closer, HCWebinar.com. Okay. And those will be on the show notes below the, the page here as well. Ryan, thank you very much for your time and your insight. Uh, you guys check him out. He is the hardcore closer. 
Um, Google him, follow him. He knows what he's talking about, and he has quite a following. So, again, thank you very much for being on our show today. Uh, That's another episode, guys, of the Real Estate Marketing Dude podcast. Uh, You know where to find me. My site is pretty simple, realestatemarketingdude.com. If you are a lender, title rep, larger real estate brokerage, I want to talk to you about putting a marketing dude in your market now. I want to talk to you about a lot of things. So come check us out. Uh, Thanks for tuning in and we will uh, be in touch, Ryan. And again, thanks for your time, boss. Thanks for having me on, Mike. Later. You got it.